Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. Okay, yesterday we covered Alabama and Georgia's offenses, so be sure to check that up. Check out that episode in your feed. Ryan, what is our second question of SEC Preview Week? Who are the top 10 offensive weapons in the SEC? All right, let's count down this list from 10, but be sure don't check out of this episode after number one because we've got some honorable mentions and it is loaded. This was a very tough list to make, so you'll want to hear those too. But uh, Trey, number 10. Yeah, number 10, we got running back Chris Rodriguez from Kentucky. You know, he had a very productive season uh, in spite of Kentucky not being much of a passing threat last year. Had 11 touchdowns in only nine games. He really picked it up late in the year. Over the final four games, he averaged over 100 yards, 7.5 yards per carry, had seven touchdowns, and one of those opponents was Georgia. So, And that's one of the best Ds out there. So it wasn't uh, he wasn't doing it against all cupcakes. And with a weapon like Wandale Robinson next to him, I think Rodriguez could have a big 2021 season. Yeah, it was pretty impressive considering they couldn't throw the ball. How well, they, how well he ran it. Offensive line was good. Uh, all right. At number nine, we got Anias Smith, the wide receiver sort of from Texas A&M because he also does a lot of running. Uh, so I mean, this kid does it all. Uh, he's an all-purpose guy. Uh, 564 yards, six touchdowns through the air, uh, almost 300 yards and four touchdowns on the ground. So his versatility um, just really helped that Texas A&M offense flourish last year and it's going to do the same again this year. He's really going to help out Haynes King. You got a good running back duo, so uh, they're going to be able to use him in a lot of different ways. He's a, a very good player for them. Or Zach Calzada. Don't don't rule him out yet, Ryan. Excuse me, sorry. Uh, number eight on our list is running back Jerion Ely from Ole Miss. Of course, a former five star recruit. He was a massive get for them, and you know pretty much has lived up to it. Five point eight yards per carry in his first two years. He's also a good threat uh, receiving out of the backfield. And on top of it, as a bonus, last season, he had the most carries in the SEC without a fumble. Wow, that's very nice. nice. All right, moving on to number seven, tight end Jalen Weidermeyer of Texas A&M. He is a specimen. Uh, he led the Aggies in receptions last year. He finished second in the Mackey Award, only behind Kyle Pitts. Uh, he's, the, he's the best tight end in the nation going into the season, projected first tight end in next year's draft. And he's not your prototypical tight end that's only a short yardage possession receiver. He has some se- separation speed when he's when he gets out in space. Uh, the Aggies, they're able to use him in the natural tight end position or even in the slot. Uh, coaches, they praise his run blocking ability. Might be the best red zone target in the nation, too. Uh, we had to get this big fella on our list. Yep, no doubt. Uh, all right, at number six, I got uh, Kevin Harris, this the running back from South Carolina. Kind of like Chris Rodriguez, had a really, really good year when they couldn't really pass. So uh, definitely a, a talented kid, over 1,100 yards and 15 rushing touchdowns last year. So just awesome numbers, over six yards per carry. Um, and he also can catch the ball pretty good. He had 21 receptions, so really good piece for Shane Beamer. And they can return four uh, offensive linemen, so... I would expect Kevin Harris to have another big year and uh, kind of just be in contention for all SEC honors. All right, we are to the top five. Number five is wide receiver Kayshawn Boutte from LSU. 
I actually had him number one on my personal list. We just combined our three lists here to to get our final list. He was that's how hard the list was to put oh, together. By the way, it was tough. I mean, especially the running backs. I feel like you could order them yeah. in any anyway. But yeah. uh, Butte was the number two wide receiver recruit in the country last year, and you know didn't play a ton early on in the season, but really came on late. Uh, had over 500 yards in his final three games, including I think over 300 against Ole Miss. So. He is going to have a monster record. year. Yep. Yeah. All right. Another wide receiver at number four, Traylon Burks of Arkansas. Preseason, first team, all SEC. Had a big impact on the Razorbacks offense the past couple seasons, but really broke through last year. 51 receptions, averaged over 16 yards per catch. So he's a big play, big play receiver. He's also used a bit in the, the run game or in those quick uh, you know, backwards passes as he, he had 15 carries. Uh, and now they, they lose their other go-to receiver, Mike Woods, to transfer. So he's going to be getting a lot of the targets going into this year uh, with offensive coordinator Kendall Bryles he, and K.J. Jefferson, the quarterback, looking to turn into a star. I wouldn't be surprised if Burks has another big year. All right. Moving on to number three, I have Tank Bigsby, uh, Auburn running back, who had a really good freshman year. Uh, for them last year and I don't think he's really getting enough publicity nationally for how good he is he had 834 yards um, on six yards per attempt uh, last year and again in an offense that wasn't great throwing the ball Um, that was just as a freshman so I think uh, moving into a sophomore year uh, he's got all of his offensive linemen coming back uh, at Auburn so uh, you know you give Brian Harson and offensive quarter Mike Bobo good offensive line good running back QB that can run a little bit Bo Nix I think Bigsby will do have another good year I agree. Number two is another running back, Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M. Like we said, five or six guys you could argue as the top running back in the SEC, and and he's he's definitely in the discussion. Maybe his he backups, had. one of them. <laughs> I, I agree. Well, yeah, and I mean, A Chain and Anaya Smith are both excellent for A&M, but yeah. Spiller yeah. is the leader. Uh, he had over a thousand yards in ten games last year, forty nine receptions in his first two seasons. And he was second in the SEC, only to Najee Harris, who was pretty good, in yards after contact and carries of 10 or more yards. So he can, you know, he can be kind of that um, every down go-to back. Yep. Doesn't need to be with the players they have. but. And at number one, we had wide receiver John Mechie of Alabama. Uh, it's hard not to go with an Alabama receiver after the ridiculous performances they've had in the last couple of years. Um, Mechie, he enters the year as the, the clear top offensive weapon for the Tide. He's on about every possible award watch list there is. He was, and he was so productive last year, even being behind a guy like Devontae Smith, who had all the, the records and accolades. And then he was even behind Jalen Waddell when he was healthy. Uh, he had almost 1,000 yards, over 16 yards per reception, and his speed is just such a, a valuable asset. Like Once he's open, no one's catching him. I th- you'll have to think that uh, they'll use him more in motion, kind of like they use Devontae Smith, kind of on those uh, jet sweeps. He'll be he'll be highly productive this year. Um, he might not match Devontae's numbers, but he's going to be one of the best players in the nation. All right, let's get to those honorable mentions because they are some uh, some good That's guys tough. to yeah. list. Any any names you want to throw out there? Uh, I'll go first. I'll throw out running back from Georgia, Zamir White. It's crowded running back room, but. I mean, he's a stud. It's if anybody put him in their top ten, I'd have no problem with that. I had yeah, uh, also from George. Oh, go ahead, Trey. Sorry, 
I was just going to say, going to Kentucky, actually, Wandale Robinson, the transfer from Nebraska, he's he's highly productive, and the, the great asset that he has is that he, he does it equally through the air and on the ground. He's, he's versatile. Yep. Uh, Eric Gilbert uh, for Georgia, wide receiver, he... I mean, the potential is massive. He could easily jump into the top five on this list if he yeah. takes a step forward. So he was in my personal top 10. Um, and then, uh, I mean, Brian Robinson running back for Alabama. I know they might be more of a, a committee this year than they were with yeah. Najee Harris, but Robinson is, you know, starts at the top. Um, yep, uh, Jaden Wally uh, for mm-hmm. uh, Mississippi, Mississippi State wide receiver. Uh, he's good. So, do we? We 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 said Traylon Burks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Thanks for paying oh, attention, Ryan. Uh, yeah, I said that. I wasn't me. I was like, oh, All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the College Football Bros. Subscribe if you want more SEC content because we're going to be back tomorrow discussing a polarizing team going into 2021: the LSU Tigers. So we'll see you then. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros, follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros, and for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.